0: Hello, I'm Sid Straff. I'm here with Sophie Prock for a special interview. This person was born and raised in Seattle before moving to Mercer Island in 1984. After lots of hard work helping the Mercer Island community and places beyond, this person sits as the current mayor here in Mercer Island. Let's give a warm welcome to Mayor Wong. Thank you for joining us. Well, Thank you, Sid, and thank you, Sophie, for inviting me.
1: All right, so we'll begin with our first question. So, Mayor Wong, why did you decide to go into politics and government?
2: Well, you know, I have always uh, been interested in politics and government. Um, you know, my parents uh, are immigrants from China, but I distinctly remember having uh, discussions with my dad about politics. And even though he was a, a, a grocer, had a small corner grocery store, we did engage in a lot of political discussions. And, um, you know, also um, when I was in high school, I'm gonna date myself, but when I was in high school and college, uh, the United States was in the middle of the Vietnam War. And so there's a lot of uh, political unrest. There's a lot of um, student marches and a lot of uh, political discussion that was going on during that time. And so I think that sort of continued to spur my interest in politics and government. and then. When I did go to college. I I majored in political science and um, then on to law school and um, continued to be very much interested in the legal system and in government.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Okay, so how often do you experience political divides or arguments in your workplace? Can you give any examples of such? So uh,
2: Sid, uh, when you say workplace, are you talking in my office, I mean my 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 day job, or are you talking about city council? I guess.
0: Um, I think both, honestly. Because, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So you know, uh, as far as my my office, my day job, um, you know, we don't really talk that much about politics. I, I, I think, um, you know, I well, I should qualify that. There's a few few of my partners that I do talk politics with, um, but in general, uh, we don't really talk that much about it uh, as a group and basically we're busy doing other things I guess but in any event we don't really talk politics in my office now on the city Council of course that's quite different because um, as matters come up before the city council of course we're going to have discussions uh, political discussions policy discussions so that happened I mean, that is that is what happens on the City Council so That. That's a constant thing that is going on as far as discussions and and um, you know sometimes arguments as well. But uh, that's that is the nature of the beast when it comes to the city council and basically any um, any city council that you have in, uh, around here in the different cities, um, Seattle, Bellevue, Redmond, uh, what have you. So um, politics, local politics, is obviously very. Uh, much in the forefront of a lot of people's minds. and so
1: Yeah, so um, Mayor Wong, you said that um, politics are very prominent in your job, but um, how about in your friendships outside of your job? um has like in your has your involvement caused any rifts or arguments between friends?
2: You know, I don't know about uh, I, I sure hope it hasn't caused any rifts. I mean, obviously, uh, there may be some differences. I have differences of opinion that I have with uh, with friends. I think that uh, I think it's pretty natural that your closest friends are are going to be folks that sort of share the same views and and, and values that you have. Mm-hmm. There may not be that many riffs you know, with the closest friends I have, but you know, other friends, um, yeah, I you know we have discussions sometimes, but I don't. I sure hope that I don't do anything that would cause a riff and. You know, I, I, I try to be mindful, trying to be respectful of other people's views if they disagree with me, and um, you know, I think that's just going to be really important in order to, um, you know, get your ideas across and basically to fully understand what the other person is trying to say. But uh, yeah, I think would be, I would be personally um, disheartened if. Uh, if a political discussion that I was having with a friend should uh, result in kind of a riff in that uh, friendship,
0: so. Yeah, yeah, it's very important to be mindful of what you're saying and so that these things don't happen, right? Uh, So sort of as a follow-up to that, um, how often do you talk about politics outside of work, whether it's with friends or family or anybody?
2: Yeah, good question. I would say that it's, I probably talk too often about it. I mean, it does. Um, my family is, involved. it's very politically. Um, uh, they have a lot of interest in politics. My son, uh, who is a graduate from Mercer Island High School, uh, he and his wife live on the island. He's very much still involved in um, politics. And my wife used to work uh, for King County government. So she's Kind of keen interest in politics. So yes, <laughs> Sid, we, we talk a lot about politics, uh, national politics, state, county, and local politics uh, in my house and um, with other family members. And so uh, do I have a life outside politics? I like to think so, but uh, I tell you it's, um, and, and certainly during the past several years, um, you know, the media has really, um, bombarded us with a lot of politics. And so, you know, obviously with the presidential election, uh, you know, you just have that natural interest. At least I have that uh, uh, interest in what's going on. And, and so, yeah, I, I need to find other interests at this point.
1: Yeah, you know, especially because there's so much going on in the world right now surrounding politics and like you said, like the presidential election, there's so much to talk about. And I myself, I talk about it so much with my friends. Um, We discuss politics a lot. Um, So moving on, um, what would you say the best part about your job is? What's your favorite part?
2: Well, you know, uh, certainly I'll talk about being on the city council. Uh, Clearly, um, what I enjoyed, at least campaigning, probably the the best part of campaigning, was the doorbelling. And so I'm, you know, it's it'll be very interesting to see because of the pandemic and what have you that you know uh, the elections or the campaigning, I guess, on Mercer Island and elsewhere to see what kind of impact that has had on the ability to go actually to meet people on doorbell. So, you know, the best thing I enjoyed about being on the council, uh, campaigning, and even now, is basically uh, having a chance to meet and talk with Brisbane Island residents that I would never have had an opportunity to do so if I wasn't on the council. So, you know, I've gotten to meet a lot of people on the island, a lot of great people, um, a lot of business owners, uh, firefighters, police officers. I mean, again, a lot of people that I probably would not have had an opportunity to talk with. Um, similarly, I think in my law practice, probably the most enjoyable thing is is dealing with clients and trying to address uh, their concerns and trying to at least be a positive, uh, um, have some sort of positive impact on, on those issues. And so uh, that's probably the things I enjoy the most and basically the contact with people
0: yeah it's definitely it's very it's very nice being with people interacting with people, all of that thing uh, that whole communication aspect uh, i I definitely love that too. so yeah. um so do you have any advice for people that are interested in politics?
2: Uh, young and old, uh, certainly for um I think you know. Um, you know, speaking perhaps um, you know, giving whatever advice or suggestions to younger people, uh, which basically is almost everybody <laughs> at this point. Um, but I would say you know, certainly um, what you folks are doing, for instance, right now, is a great example of how you can continue to be involved or get involved in the politics and just civics in general. And I would say that um, you know. Just continue to be aware of what's going on, uh, whether or not you pick up your news from, I don't know, uh, CNN, MSNBC, uh, YouTube, what, whatever that, the source is, I would say, just I encourage people to look at other sources of news and information, so that's number one. Uh, read uh, is number two, would be something you just constantly read about. Well, again, whether it's newspapers or, or online I, the other thing I would suggest, um, you know, again, I'm just sort of thinking uh, about my experience, and that is, you know, I got involved um, in a number of political campaigns. So that's another way. If somebody's interested in knowing about the political system and getting involved or just getting an idea of what that might involve, you know, just volunteer at a political campaign and, and help out uh, do the grunt work. I mean, I did a lot of grunt work in terms of, you know, uh, putting stamps on envelopes and, you know, licking envelopes and, you know, whatever. And the other thing I would suggest um, is that, you know, people get involved in not only just political campaigns, but also think in terms of getting, of volunteering uh, in different social organizations, community-based organizations, um, and especially those organizations that target Um, uh, outside Mercer Island and Mercer Island residents. I I think, um, you know, I know my daughter, just uh, again, Mercer Island grad several years ago. Uh, I know one of her best experiences that she had was when she did some volunteer work at the Northwest uh, Harvest. And so just the idea of meeting people outside the island, um, you know, outside sort of your comfort zone I think that really is helpful uh, for sort of um, getting, gaining awareness as far as what other people's needs might be and, um, and I think once you get that, uh, hopefully you'll have a better sense in terms of how the political process can help people um, you know, in terms of meeting their needs uh, because you'll have a, a better awareness of what those needs are. Uh, outside your particular, um, you know, uh, upbringing. So um, I hope that is of some assistance. I, I don't know, Sid, if there's, if you have any follow-up questions on that, uh, Sophie, so.
0: I, I do have a quick follow-up question yeah. actually. Um, how do you think that uh, local politics, like uh, politics sort of in Mercer Island Differs from like state and national politics. Is do you think there is a difference, or is or what what do you think are the major differences?
2: Sure, um, again a good question. I think um, there's certainly a common thing that, of course, I think certainly in the past few years is even worse. Is that you had a well, you know, not so much on Mercer Island, but there's still some. But certainly on the national level, state level, uh, lesser in the county, lesser in the city. You know, you had a lot of um, um, the language and the discourse was not necessarily as civil as you would have liked. I mean, I think the my concern is that the vitriol that you hear, that you see going on, um, not only makes it difficult for uh, the elected officials to work together, you know, cross that proverbial aisle to the other side to try to work on a a common solution. So I think that's a problem that you sort of see, again, less so Mercer Island, but you know, there is a lot of chatter. Uh, Sometimes you see chatter on next door or whatever. And so, you know, some of the language hopefully can be toned down a little bit. I, I think that would, you know, that'd be nice. That'd be great to see. Um, I think the other thing that concerns me is and I think you know again national level on all different levels is that uh, with the divisive and the harsh language that you see I think it might dissuade a lot of people from entering in into politics or thinking about um, running for office and I hope that's not the case but I, I can sort of imagine that you know some people might say, why, why bother, uh, you know? And so, you know, I'm hoping that the two of you, your friends that you talk with politics, that you guys will be, continue to be engaged and won't be dissuaded. And, you know, I, uh, you know, frankly, um, I have been impressed with your, uh, you guys are both seniors, right? So I've been <laughs> not, okay, but I've been impressed with the seniors and the uh, the upperclassmen folks because you know I know that there's a lot of uh, political involvement um, as a result of the George Floyd uh, killing, and that seems to carry forward. I think you know I just see a lot of your fellow Mercer Islanders high school students involved, and I think that's great. And I just encourage people to. Continue to be involved. Um, You know, don't be disheartened. I mean, sometimes it is, uh, sometimes you have to have a thick skin because, you know, when you do enter the political arena, if that's what happens, then, you know, you're not, everybody's not going to agree with you. And so um, you just have to be willing to accept that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really great advice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, especially like you said, with the Black Lives Matter movement going on this spring and summer, I myself have been trying to involve myself more and read more of the news and kind of just like become more politically aware because I feel like before I saw any of that on the news, I didn't really know much about it. And, um, since then I feel like I've learned a lot more and it's, it's quite interesting. So thank you. Um, so regarding your position as mayor on Mercer Island, what are you really excited for, for the future of Mercer Island specifically?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we just, before I answer that question, you know, obviously in 2020, I mean the pandemic just wrecked havoc on everybody's lives and also wrecked havoc uh, as far as um, on the uh, finances for the city, okay, which, obviously we depend on in terms of delivering services. And so um, so 2020, 2020 was going to focus in any event on the budget. So every two years we we pass a budget, right? And so unlike Congress, you know, we have to pass, you know, state law requires us to have a balanced budget. Okay. So 2020 was going to be spent in any event on, sp- uh, on spending a lot of time coming up with the balanced budget for 2021 and 2022. But certainly because of the pandemic, we ended up you know, having a revenue shortfall. And then as a result, the council had, council working with staff had to uh, really look at how do we, where do we cut? you know, How do we make fiscally prudent cuts to services to um, operating expenses? Okay, so we spent a lot of time doing that early on in 2020. And then now uh, towards the end of 2020, We just recently passed uh, the budget for 2021 and 2022. Okay, so now to your question, Sophie. Okay, so that that was our major focus. Let's just put it that way. And, you know, I think, um, you know, part of those cuts resulted in cutting back on parks and recreation, recreational uh, activities during the summer, all that stuff. Okay, so 2021, what does that look like? Well, I think, you know, we're, everybody's crossing fingers that the vaccine will be out uh, and distributed, you know, sooner than later. Uh, so far things look okay. Uh, we just, you know, gotta continue to be, you know, wear the mask, social distance and, and wash hands, okay. But I think in 2021, some of the things that I'm looking forward to is uh, working with staff, working with the other council members and kind of developing a recovery plan kind of how to reopen Mercer Island in terms of, um, you know, small businesses, the parks and rec program, uh, the thrift store, uh, thrift shop. So that's gonna be, take up a lot of activity, a lot of time, um, but that's one thing that, you know, again, trying to get back to the new normal. I think that will be something that we spend a lot of time on. Other um, issues, uh, things to be excited about, You know, tied to that would be, you know, uh, coming to some sort of decision on how to open up the thrift shop in a safe way that uh, continues to, you know, serve the community. And also again, to uh, that helps generate as much money as possible for the youth and family services. And so uh, that thrift shop is uh, probably the main revenue source for the youth and family services, uh, which provide you know the counseling services at the schools and senior counseling services and what have you. So, um, other projects that are out there, I think you know, um, I think a number of us on the council were very much interested in seeing what can be done to help the small businesses in town center. Um, obviously. Uh, I can't talk too much about it, but there's, you know, obviously there is the um, lawsuit that was filed uh, by the city against Sound Transit. So that's an issue that hopefully uh, we'll continue to resolve and and we'll have to work through that. Um, But that'll take some time as well. So those are just a few, I'm sure there'll be things that pop up that I can't think of that there always is. Uh, That's kind of the fun, part of being on the city council is you get uh, inquiries from uh, citizens, uh, residents of Bristol Island. And they have, a lot of them have great ideas and it's like, oh, well, I never thought about that. Let's see if we can, we'll see if staff has enough time to add that onto their plate. Um, but I think um, one thing, you know, uh, to your point, Sophie, come, I think it's gonna be May. I think we're scheduling for May we're gonna have a planning session for the council. Normally we would have it in January, but uh, since we just passed the budget, it made sense to perhaps hold our planning session in uh, May, at which time we'll sort of do a kind of a mapping out and planning ahead in terms of um, uh, city priorities and projects. So that'll come out in May of this year, uh, of next year.
0: Okay, that's really cool. And I noticed that you, you mentioned a little bit about sound transit and uh, that, does that have to do with the whole light rail thing? And can you tell us if you're allowed to a little bit more yeah. about the light rail?
2: Yeah, I, I can't really speak too much about the litigation. It, it is going on and there's, um, you know, we, the city and sound transit entered into a settlement agreement uh, 2017 and, uh, you know, for, for us, you know, an agreement is an agreement, and we're just trying to, um, you know, make Sound Transit adhere to the agreement. So that's that's all I can say at this point. So yeah, but it's an ongoing process, uh, Sid. Yep.
1: All right. Well, that looks like that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much, Mr. Wong, for joining us today.
2: Well, thank you again for the invitation. Uh, appreciate the opportunity to talk with you guys and you know by all means if there's any questions that you might have follow-up questions or whoever happy to answer you know, get my contact information
1: awesome this has been Sophie Prock and Sid Schroff with Mayor of Mercer Island Benson Wong tune in later for more
2: thank you very much